Hey guys, welcome to another episode with Three Losers in a Church. This is episode 38, which is insanely hard to believe because I've been doing this for a while. Um, so kind of to give you guys a little background on um, our next couple episodes, we're going to be doing a three-part um, series about um, what, what worship songs that we really enjoy. I guess we could just title it, oh, worship songs. The first being with Tyler Page. So we're going to share a worship song and... Um, each of us are going to, we're going to talk about why we like really vibe or like really enjoy this song and ties up first with the heart of worship. So Tyler, today we learned that Matt Redman is British. He's British. It's weird. <laughs> I, I didn't know that for a long time. And then I like watched an interview, um, that he did with BBC. It's very good. Um, where I'm like, whoa, he's British. What? Cause he doesn't <laughs> sound British. Um, but he is. So wow. Crazy. Right. Um, but yes, yeah, so I'm going to be talking about, uh, the heart of worship by Matt Redman. Um, interestingly came out the year I was born, good old 1999. Um, Ooh. Oh, yeah. wow. That hurts. <laughs> I'll do it to you guys. I was four. That's wild. Chris, you were nine. Yeah. This is the only year that all three of us are in our twenties. We determined. Yes. So. Shocking. Until February. Mm. Yeah. We got a couple more months, gents. So basically, we kind of wanted to just give like what it means to us personally and kind of some takeaways from the song, um, as well as just kind of some memories and things that go along with it and why we, as Sam said, vibe well with it. <laughs> I couldn't think of um, another word. No, I, it was very fitting. I liked it. Um, of course, I, I don't know. I was listening to the Matt Redman version of this song. Like So many people have covered it in so many different languages, partially because it's like a well-known song and it's kind of old. Um, but some of it's just that I am a sucker for an electric piano and Matt Redman, man, with that electric piano. Oh, so good. Um, as before we prepared for this, Chris and uh, mostly I was just nerding out on this great song. Um, I'm def- that's like the electric piano sound. Oh, so good. <laughs> There's a bunch of add two chords in there. It's prime. But um, yeah, so to kind of, I guess, start, there's a little bit of backstory behind uh, Heart of Worship that um, Matt Redman talks about in a couple of different interviews where uh, he was working at this church and basically the pastor, um, for lack of a better word, like challenged him to basically just take away all like the technical equipment of worship. And they were going to come into a room um, and just use their voices to worship. And of course, like Matt Redman being the music director was kind of like, wait, like then what, what do I do? Right. So he felt kind of out of place. And then, um, through this church, through this experience of just leading worship with voices, um, this song kind of came out of it. Um, and so that's what that opening line, like when the music fades, all is stripped away. Uh, and kind of just how that experience with him, you know, stripping everything away from the worship experience is, you know, the reason he wrote it, but also like such a powerful moment for him in his, you know, music career. Um, and so like, I think that line is probably one of the main reasons why I think that, you know, simplicity is super important in worship songs. Um, (laughs) Chris and I argue on this a lot, but, um, and I, I, like, I don't mean simplicity and like, you know, super simple, you know, chord progressions, that kind of stuff, but like just the level of like openness and kind of like repeating lines and that kind of stuff. Um, for me at least, I think is really valuable. Um, but we've talked about it before. It like, gets irritating. <laughs> and as a, as a worship musician, you can only play, you know, C so many times. Right. Um, one, five, 
four or six. Yeah. In any of the in any order, really. Yeah. Mix those four chords up. <laughs> I'm not musically talented whatsoever. <laughs> I was like, I was trying to think of how many songs you use just exclusively those four chords. There's a lot. Um, Sometimes you get, you know, the third minor in there. You don't know. Minor second. You get weird with it. You get weird with it. Um, but yeah, just the whole idea of like simplicity when approaching worship. Um, whether that be like musically, right? Where like things aren't, you know, super complex and it's not like about you, um, opposed to just like your heart and your intent in actually like leading worship. Um, cause a lot of times like being a bass worship musician, you don't have this problem because no one's paying attention to you anyways. <laughs> but, um, when you're mood. like playing, <laughs> I was kidding. God, <laughs> you know, it's right. No, um, I said mood. You're uh, right. You're, uh, that's absolutely right. So when you, when you're playing bass, you don't ever have to worry about your ego, right? Cause no one's listening anyway. Yeah, right. so, <laughs> you're fine. Um, I can, somebody's going to be like, no, we listen. <laughs> <laughs> I can hear it already. Um, but like when you're playing, I don't know, guitar, like, you know, leading vocal or something, a lot more of it, you're like, oh, like, this is a lot is riding on me. Like, I have to do so much more of like a, like a better job or something. Um, and as though, like, I guess that's kind of true in some ways. But also, like, it's much easier to lose your focus and, you know, what you've really been about. Um, like what worship music is all about when you are, like, playing i've noticed especially with guitar or keyboard or something like that where you're much more upfront where you're like oh like people like need this i don't know like i like my approach to it is much more different uh, opposed to like oh this is my time to worship i'm just you know along with everybody else when i'm playing bass um but like it's like a different mindset i don't know yeah um it's so, like this song is a reminder for me to like take away all that and like it's not any different like it's the same circumstance it's the same situation there's no, there's nothing else that's different, right? Minus how many strings I have, right? Uh, eighty-eight compared to four, but uh, <laughs> keyboards don't have eighty-eight strings. They have like three hundred and something, but it's okay. <laughs> I'm learning so much right now because <laughs> well, so half the piano, so it's broken into three sections, right? One section of the piano has one string per key. One section of the piano has two strings per key, and then one section of the piano has three strings per key. This is also a master class. This functions as. We're educating. This is edutainment. Yes. <laughs> what? Wild, right? I forget the point I was making there. Oh, yeah. A lot of the times, like, intent is something that's is really hard to do, especially when worship leading, but also just, like, being in a worship team in some settings where it's really easy to just focus on what is coming out, right? Where you're like, okay, like, I need to get from this C to this G with this progression, like, with this bass line or, like, this way or something like that and becomes much more mechanical opposed to like oh this is like this is about something Mm -hmm. so much more than that uh and some of that is like there has to be a level of mechanics to it like it's music is a very mechanical thing Mm. Um, there's a lot of math involved and whatnot yeah and like it's definitely like it requires thought and practice and effort but also like it should like flow freely not out of like oh this is so easy but out of like passion of like oh i care about this because it's so much more than this producing this music. Mm-hmm. Um, and so like, I don't know, this song just definitely is a constant reminder to me of like, Oh, the worship music is so much more than music. Um, I don't know. Yeah. It definitely like strips away some of that whole, like worrying about like, Oh, am I hitting that note? Exactly. Right. Have you ever sang the song without any musical instruments? I have not. It is on the list though, of things to do when I become more talented. 
it adds it adds another level to it because similarly i've heard that story so many times growing up as well like the idea of like oh yeah like how like the pastor challenged him and everything and i remember there was this one worship set that i was a part of i think it was at my summer camp um well we'll have like morning devos and all that stuff but like i think someone just straight up was like yeah i'm leading worship today but we're really going to try to capture the essence of the song and we just sang as like a group without any instruments and like that that song just hit even harder it was just like dang like what are we doing this for who are we like what what is the point of worship good job matt redman yeah matt redman man yeah i know like i said this before um but i I mean i relate a lot with matt redman i mean he you know just grew up in a church kind of was thrown into worship music um and clearly has made a little bit more out of it than i have um (laughs) So far. So far. He's a little older than I am, so we we got some time here. Um, But, like, I'm just out of passion and love, like, taught himself these things to, and then, like, threw himself in situations to just become better. Um, Yeah, like, kind of, like, School of Hard Knocks in some sense, but, like, Jesus Hard Knocks, so. uh, (laughs) Jesus Hard Knocks. um, Like, Light Burden Hard Knocks. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Where, like, everyone goes, like, you did a great job! You're like, it was terrible. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. But I don't know. So I relate a lot with him and just, um, I kept, if I was ever challenged to be like, okay, so we're just like coming in this room and singing like a worship song. Like, I would be like, oh, like I would just feel devalued in a lot of ways. And I, like he, like in an interview that we watched, definitely kind of feels that way in some senses, but like realizes that it's so much more than that. And I know like I would have a really hard time like in that situation. Um, so yeah, so I relate a lot with him and especially this, this one song. Um, yeah, it goes on to like this is one of his like earlier songs, I guess, and goes on to like you know work with a bunch of other people and do some other great songs. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, it is just someone who has a passion for what he does, um, but also realizes that it's it's not about him. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of an interesting song because it's like almost self aware because it's like a song used in worship to worship Jesus, but also to bow worshiping jesus just kind of like meta also which is interesting to me that you can like i don't know just that you could like cover topics in the middle of worship while <laughs> worshiping like insane, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. and it's not like a lot of the times like i feel like worship music is like oh i'm so inadequate god is so good i'm so inadequate god is so good which is valid like <laughs> repeat that forever that's a true story. <laughs> um, but i don't know this is like like convicting in some ways that I think a lot of the times worship music is not where it's like, Oh, like, wow, I'm really making like, this is more convicting for worship people also like on stage. They're like, Oh wow. This is like, this isn't, I'm making this about me when it's really not the Um, performance and everything. Yeah. And so like, if anything, like this song is definitely like a congregation worship song where people like, Oh wow. I do really need to come back to the heart of worship. But like, if anything, I think Matt Redman wrote this for himself more than anybody else, right? Of like, oh, like, now I'm coming back. Right? Yeah. And so it's just, it's very interesting, I think. There's very few songs that fit that criteria where it's about, you know, worship teams opposed to anything else. And it could be that, like, I'm just focusing on that one aspect of it, but. Right. It's different for you. Yeah. It's closer sure. to home. Yeah. I mean, I've always, I've never actually led a worship team, but when I was, working with the choir and the orchestra it was like i i had a hard time worshiping in the moment in sunday on sunday mornings because i was like is this in tune like am i conducting well enough that the choir can follow me follow me and like 
I don't know. I we even had orchestra rehearsals where like I would have us sing the words to the hymns because like of that exact reason, like we never really sang except for the third verse when we dropped out. But like we were playing most of the time and never got to focus on what the hymns were actually saying and what they were about. And then we'd sing the lyrics and I was like, wow, this is like a really good message. <laughs> like this is what it's about. You know, it doesn't matter if my F sharp is a little out of tune or whatever. <laughs> F sharps, man, they always get you. Right. And of course on the clarinet, that's like, you know, an E flat basically. Or oh. E natural rather. <laughs> transposing is my nightmare. How's that music degree shooting you? Know, Ooh, I've been transposing my whole life and I'm still bad at it. <laughs> just Sorry, Sam. I just slap a capo on it. It's like, oh, okay, hopefully I can play it now. Yeah, I tried capoing my clarinet. It didn't work. <laughs> <laughs> um, I like, I was playing a worship set recently and I like sat down and put a capo on and I was like, you know, if there wasn't a capo, I'd actually have to learn how to play this thing. And see, I'm not about that. <laughs> Dude, anytime I see like B minor, I'm like, no, nah, I'm bad at playing that chord. I'm capoing this. <laughs> That's like me in any bar chord. I'm like, oh, there are bar chords involved. Okay. Bye bye. Yeah, I can't do bar chord. But then again, I guess that's what Matt Redman's talking about. Like, it doesn't matter that I can't do bar chords because it's not what it's about. Good job looping back. Thank you, Chris. Of course. Uh, <laughs> like, Matt Redman's I, talking about bar chords. Yeah, <laughs> bar chords. Because like, if, if it came down to it, if it was like church is happening and every musician didn't show up, here's a guitar, I'd like still do it. And it like mm. wouldn't sound good, but like that's not the point, you know? Yeah, I like... Uh, there's like many countless examples of p- stories people have told, and I like haven't had one of these moments. Um, but you know, like this is the moments where I go like, I'm so jealous of this person because they can, they're so much holier than I am. Uh, <laughs> but like, you can think of times where like someone's been like they've been involved in like uh, like they're in a congregation and there's a worship set that's like absolute train wreck. <laughs> um, and then they're like, that's like that's the moment I realize that like God is so much bigger than whatever's happening on stage um and like they realize like oh like even that person who could not sing at all was doing a terrible job right i don't mean to sound this aggressive um but like in that moment like they saw through that and mm. were like oh like like that was the best singing i've ever heard it was like the most true to that person's soul um but like i've never had a moment like that because whenever there's like i'm witnessing a train wreck i'm like oh no <laughs> i like get anxious I'm like, this is terrible like ah um and I guess that goes to show, you know, where, where I am. But, um, yeah, I don't know. There's just something about, yeah, like even you were talking earlier about like singing this song without, you know, instruments. And in my head was like, oh, that's going to become very <laughs> interesting very fast. <laughs> um, but I don't know. Like, it's such, performance is such routed inside of me a lot of the times that it's just very hard to separate the two. Uh, not even performance, just like the mechanics of it. Also, I don't know. No. Yeah, because I mean, you you think very logically mm-hmm. and methodically. I think so. <laughs> yeah, I definitely approach things point A to point B. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and it's like those few moments where I I have been able to kind of separate um, and realize that there is such a divide between the mechanics of music and like worshiping God through music like how they are so different the few times i've been able to like really acknowledge that fact i mean have been some of the most powerful worship moments ever right either playing or you know participating yeah um but yeah that divide for me is definitely 
very challenging. And I mean, like, and the song is just a constant reminder of that. Um, and it just sounds so good. <laughs> <laughs> and so British. <laughs> and so British. So Brit- I can't get over that. <laughs> it actually makes sense that you would pick this song because that's like a constant battle that you're going through, I think. You talk about that a lot. Like, like it doesn't matter, but. Yeah. Well, yeah. It was literally the title of one of our episodes. <laughs> like, nothing really matters, but. Like, <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's dumb. Everything's dumb. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Just starts bashing his head on the microphone. It's just so much defeat. <laughs> um, yeah, and there's this line is like, you search much deeper within through the way things appear. You're looking into my heart. Um, that. Um, of course, it's a great pre-chorus, but um, I don't know. It's like God sees through all the mechanics, right? He could care less if you hit that C chord. Yeah. Right? Like none of that matters, right? Um, but like I know that fact is true, yet I still strive every single second right, to hit that C chord. And that's all I can think about. Yeah. Um, You're a musical Pharisee. Yes. <laughs> Tyler Page, musical Pharisee. <laughs> Um, somehow I'm going to manage to not hit that C chord, but that's also fine. <laughs> um, I'm like, for some reason, I'm picturing the C chord shape in my head and where it is on the bass. <laughs> uh, now piano. Oh, um, yeah. I don't know. It's just definitely every time I listen to the song, a constant reminder of, yeah, just the battle that I, I know will never end, um, nor that I will ever beat. But also, like, is a constant reminder that, like, even someone like Matt Redman, um, who has made a professional career out of this and, you know, loves Jesus and loves what he does, like, still struggles with that. Mm. Um, and so, yeah, like, that's basically the main premise of the song um, is that it is so much more, right, yeah. than we can ever do. Yeah. Yeah. Beautiful. It's a good song. <laughs> um, so, yeah, we're going to wrap things up. Thanks for listening, guys.